Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, bereaved, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Alafian attempts to figure out a solution, Raoul suffers, Squash gives a hard truth, and Zoltana calls on Odette. The reality of Caden's death hits them all hard, and despite having a necromancer on hand, they realize that Caden is not someone they can prioritize right now. Adding to Raoul's torment, he finally learns that something happened between Aima and Bogrim. Despite all of this, the only thing that matters now is what awaits them through the mirror. I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. find yourselves in the mirror room it's dark here there's not a lot of light you know small flickering coming through the partially open door looking behind you you can see the mirror but you can't see anything through it you can't see the armor stand you can't see bogrim it's cut off from you standing in front of you for some of you is a familiar figure there is a specter she's wearing a long skirt high collared shirt and she has very much the look of a pissed off librarian yes balance would rec- sorry yes Laffian would recognise this as his specter oh well hello again greetings fancy meeting you here this is one of my many tasks you're all here for the trial of the sufferer great there are four of you but which of you is the sufferer oh am I here too Yes, everyone is here. <laughs> Rawl, like, slowly raises his hand. Zoltana points at Rawl. <laughs> All right, yes. I feel like that one was kind of obvious. 
My condolences. I do not pay much attention to the world of the living. It's not in my job description. And she kind of gives Raoul a bit of a glare. <laughs> and she says, Well, you're all going to split up and you're going to have to summon Miracle. And she kind of gives you a bit of a smile. Well, as bit much of a smile as a, a skull could give. Death is the biggest equalizer of all, so you will need to leave all of your magical items here. Oh, um... Look. I... I appreciate what you're saying, but I, uh... I'm not sure how my sword would feel about being left behind. She kind of, like, uh, tips her head, and, like, the eye sockets kind of, like... They're clearly boring down at where Calimon is. <laughs> and she says... That's not really much of my concern. You either leave your magic items here, or the sufferer does this alone. Is there a changing room? Lady, I am a magical item. <laughs> you see her, like, tip her head in your direction and just look back at Lafian because she doesn't want to answer this question. <laughs> Sorry, this comment. And she says, I can make it as such if you wish to change separately. I'm kind of wearing magical armor, so... I see everything about you is magical. Thank you. Once I split you up, leave your magical items in the box and step through the door. You will not be able to leave this realm until you have completed the task. Unfortunately, if you die of starvation, dehydration, or blood loss, then you will be removed from the task, and alas, you will have failed. And with that, she kind of, like, um, flicks one of her wrists, and you see kind of, like four changing rooms appearing like kind of behind you the mirror disappears um and she disappears kind of disappears like a strong breeze has wisped all of her molecules away you guys are still standing together for the moment um as soon as you enter the changing room you'll be you'll be split um i have some food rations uh if things go real bad we might want to split those up wouldn't be the worst idea, but I have some as well. If this comes up, basically Squash has given everybody at least one food ration. Okay. Uh, if everybody has way more than them, that 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 <laughs> conversation was had and we can move on. <laughs> it's the, I, I it's barely the keep track of food unless it's very specifically requested. Same. Yeah. 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 I'm not too worried at the moment. Okay, so I need um, magic items. Sorry, but that also includes your crown. I know. I'm unchecking Sorry. it so my wisdom drops. I should not have taken this crown off. <laughs> the wise choice. <laughs> he's now without the without the crown, he's not wise enough to know that he shouldn't have taken it off. I don't think it takes oh, wisdom to know that you do prince. not disobey a, a specter of death right now. Uh... I'm trying to think of a way I could sneak in Cal, but because I have separation anxiety, but I don't think it's going <laughs> to. I don't get to wear my armor, which means I have to wear my regular Inquisitor's attire. Mm -hmm. I don't get to bring my own fuck. Oh, my bag of holding. Sorry. Actually, not sorry at all. Um, I have six healing potions. You might want to share them. Does anybody need them? Yo, uh, and also give like the majority of them to Rawl, I think. Like, I'm. Yeah, I don't have a single one. 
Okay, then in that case, I'm going to give three to Rawl, and then one for the, each of the rest of us. That sounds like a good idea to me. All right, so Rawl, you've got three healing potions, and then the rest of us each have one. Okay. Uh, Rawl's been bloodied this whole time. <laughs> Would you oh, like me to so. heal you beforehand? <laughs> I've healed you like three times! He's got... Well, I started the day with zero HP, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would I would recommend it. Um, hallucinations are going to be bad enough in here for Ral as it is. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. He's Ral, at let me... 46, if you want a number, out of... out of 106. Okay, then in that case, I'll spend a full seven side points on you. I'm going to say that rage kept you upright. All right, so... Mend wounds... At seven, that is abysmal. <laughs> what did you get? 21 hit points restored. You rolled a whole bunch of twos and ones there, huh? I will give you another seven. <laughs> <laughs> because I can, actually, choice. <laughs> I can actually hopefully spare those side points this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Okay, there we go. We'll All right, see. an additional 34. So 55 total. 55 points restored altogether. That's good. I think it's like 101. Ral, I think this means that you can no longer see in the dark. Yes, Ral very reluctantly and slow. He looks fucking miserable. Um, <laughs> takes all of his stuff off in his belt. I would highly recommend taking that potion... Yeah, he takes the, the healing potions with him, and he take he drinks the potion that uh, his friend gave him. Okay, you have what essentially equates to. So, other realms, oh, sorry, other planes of existence, time moves differently. I'm going to say that your potion will last exactly long as you need it to to finish this particular part of the task. So don't worry about how long it will last, but you are currently immune to acid damage. Woo, damn. But that will only last till basically conveniently at the right time, because I'm not going to roll how many minutes this is going to last. Like, it will last until you need it to. Um, okay. Anything anyone wants to say, do, hug, or pass over before I split you up? Mm. I want to lay down Cal gently and, and explain to him why I'm I'm putting him down and not carrying him with me. <laughs> he has emotions and feelings. He's not he a does. magical item. He's a person that happens to be trapped in a sword body. Yes. Um yes, and he wants he wants a human body. Um <laughs> He's yes. rocking that sword bod. <laughs> Check out those curves. Um yeah, it's yeah, he's he understands and he understands why this is happening, so he he doesn't kick up too much of a fuss. Okay, nope. you're his bestest buddy, and you're asking him for a, like to chill, and he's like, "All right, chill." Um, <gasps> I'm his bestest buddy. Oh, good. Sometimes I worry he doesn't actually like me. <laughs> Rethix doesn't like anyone. I mean, Calamon adores you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't about Rethix. That was about Cal. <laughs> okay, wait. So, um, what do I have other than that? That's magical. My shoes. I think. Yep. And my gloves. And yep. my shield. 
Yep. And my pin and my cloak. Yes. Yep. Y'all have oh so many God, magic items. V, I need more magic items. Okay. Oh, and my that. feather. How many magic items does Scorch have? I have a leftover dagger. All right, so the rest of y'all can shut up about their lack of magical items. Hey, hey, hey. Now, I've had two leftover daggers. <laughs> One of them was stolen from me. <laughs> Not bad. Um, okay. Um, I mean, uh, and then I have the feather. Yeah, that's yeah, that's more a one shot use of it. Are we under any time constraints? It's not though, because it only is one use if it's if um, it's broken. Starvation. Yeah. Are we being rushed? Yeah. No. Okay, so like, do we have ten minutes for me to use my inspiring leader feat to give everybody temp HP? Uh, I'll go with yes. Okay, then sure, Laughing is going to get everybody in the zone. Just. Talk everybody up, be like, listen, I know we just had a super shitty moment, but it's all uphill from here. Real inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, paraphrasing. Rollers. We are at rock bottom, my friends. Rollers, real consoled. Well, I'm consoling you enough to give you uh, temp HP. Uh, equal level plus your charisma. So uh, everybody gets 14 temp HP. Oh, I approve. I approve so hard. You're welcome. For all, you can choose to take it if you want to. <laughs> How much temp HP? 34? 14. 14. 14. Oh, wonderful. 14 additional? 14 temp HP. Nope. It is just a barrier on your health pool. I'll take it. See you all on the other side. So what I need everyone to do is roll a d4. Let's start with Arch. One. As per usual. One. Fantastic. That's really good. Um, not much. I'll put Laffy in. Just get the real information down here. Um, Ral, roll a d4, please. Three. Three. Ooh, good choice. I didn't choose. <laughs> Sultana, roll a d4, please. Two. Wow. Oh, this is great. <laughs> And that means that number four is going to be squash. I don't get to roll. You can roll if you want to. But it needs to be a four. <laughs> okay. Um, in that case, um, please pay attention to staff chat. Um, I need the three of you who aren't laughing to basically take your headphones off. <gasps> it means. All right. Um, so, yo, headphones off, yo. Get out. Get out. Get out. Okay. You put all your magical things in the box. You're not trying to sneak anything out? No. Good. You open the door into the next room. It's not what you left behind. As you open it, you find yourself suddenly lying. You open your eyes and you stare at the ceiling. You feel something weird happen to your shoulder, exactly where that blessing was, the eye tattoo. Oh. You don't know what it means right now, but something's happened there. You have dark vision, do you not? Yes. Good. You look up at the ceiling. There's no lights here at all. There's nothing. You look up and you see that there's a fancy light fitting, but there are cracks in the plaster all around it and no light in the light. As you look around, the room is square with hardwood floors, mahogany skirting board, that kind of thing, and two doors. 
They're leading out of the room. One is at the bottom of what you're laying on. Oh, laying on a bed. The bottom of your bed, there is a door. To the side of you, there is another door. As you look around, you also notice that there is a thin rug on the floor. And by the head of your bed, basically where your head is, there is a small dressing table with a stack of papers, quills, tiny little candle, a bunch of other little things. In the corner of the room, there is a tall plant pot with a plant in it but has no flowers. What do you want to do? Um, I sit up and I look at my shoulder. You can see that the kind of... Um, where it used to be it's kind of fluctuating in colour it's kind of there and not there it's yeah something's not right with it hmm I guess probably because it's magic it's okay correct magical blessing Um, your magical blessing is not in effect yes do I feel like I still have my psionic abilities yes okay hmm Um, He's going to get up and go check out the papers and quills and everything that's on the the dresser. Okay. Um, You go to the dresser. Um, There is a stack of papers, quills, a tiny little candle. There's a dark lipstick. You're not sure what color because, you know, dark vision doesn't really give you a whole lot of color. Mm -hmm. Um, Some sort of beard comb, small glass vial containing a dark fluid. Um, And there is also what looks like a hand mirror on the uh, dressing table. It's ornate um, elven. What's the, what are the papers? The papers seem to have a lot of random words written on it, as if someone was like, oh, oh, I need to fill this piece of paper with words, Uh, uh, uh," and puts down as many random nonsensical words as possible. Some of it isn't even real. So it's, it's basically like lore mipsum. Sure. What's that? Warm of them is the like the um when you need to fill in bullshit words that aren't actually any meaning or anything. Yes, when you when it, like for the camera you want it to look like it's full of words. Yeah, yes. it's exactly that. Yeah. Okay. Um does it look like there's any sort of pattern that I can determine like are there any hidden meanings or words in the writings? Uh take an investigation. It's not a difficult one. 28. Absolutely not. Okay. It's just complete nonsense. It's set dressing in this room. Um, I'm going to look through the drawers. Um, the drawers are basically just contain like... No, I won't be a dick. You pull the drawers and there's nothing in them. You said there was a rug? Yep. Anything under it? Uh, you pick it up and it's just more floorboards. And there's two doors, one at the foot of the yes. bed and then one to the right of me or to the right yes. of where the bed was. Yeah. I'm going to go up to each of the doors and just put an ear up and listen. Roll a perception check for me, please. Uh, 16. On a 16, uh, the one at the foot of your bed doesn't sound like a whole lot going on in there like it's very very empty but when you go check the other one you kind of 
get the sound of like uh, like a rocking chair, but it's very, very slow. It's like very, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what you get, really. Okay. And you said there's a hand mirror on the dresser? There is. I'm going to take a look at that. Okay, as you pick that up, I'm going to put you on temporary hold, and then I will see what someone else does. Okay. Okay. So uh, headphones off for me. Next. Yes, please. Okay. And then it's Sultana. Uh, are you trying to sneak anything out of the changing room? No. Good plan. You open the only door in the changing room and what you see is not what you left behind. You find yourself suddenly lying on a bed. You open your eyes. I assume you have dark vision because you're a dwarf? Yeah. Great. You find yourself... (laughs) (laughs) You find yourself staring at the ceiling. It's a kind of dark colour. There's a very ornate, fancy light fitting there. There are cracks in the plaster, but there's no light in the fancy light fitting. As you look around, the room is square with hardwood floors, some sort of dark skirting board, and two doors. There's one of them at the bottom of your bed and one to the right of your bed. On the floor, there is a thin-looking rug, and by the head of your bed, there is a small dressing table with a stack of papers, quills, tiny candle, some sort of dark lipstick because um, you don't see colours with dark vision, not really, Um, and a couple of other little knick-knacks. That's what you see. Oh, in the corner, there is a plant pot with a plant, but there's no flowers. What do you want to do? I want to go look at the plant pot. As you put your feet on the rug, you feel something cold, metallic under your feet. And as you look down, you see a hand mirror. It's ornate in design. It's some sort of dwarven manufacture. I'm going to step on it and break it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it up and look at it. Okay. I need you to hold on for one second as I bump the next person in. Uh, I need to... Can you shout for Neil, please? I can. Do you try and sneak anything with you out of the changing room? Just my potions. Potions are fine. You open the door and you find yourself laying on a bed. You open your eyes. You're a dragonborn, so you don't have dark vision, do you? No. Okay, this is going to be difficult. You lay on the bed and you don't see anything. But you do feel something cold, metallic at the bottom of the bed. It's kind of like resting on your kind of like on your shins. That's kind of all that you're really aware of because of your lack of sight is that you're laying on a bed and there's something cold and metallic resting on your shins. Do I sense Tio anywhere? Tio is wrapped around your shoulders. Okay. Rawl takes a little bit of comfort in that. And, uh, will slowly kind of lay up to see what's on his shins. Uh Uh-huh. As you kind of, like, get up, you feel it, and uh, do you reach for it? Because you can't really see it. You just know it's kind of, like, metallic and has a little bit of weight to it. Um... Yes, yeah, slowly he'll reach out, but he'll he's gonna reach out like 
for textures and not to try to grab something. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So just run your fingers along it? Yeah. Yeah. As you run your fingers along it, you can feel that a portion of it is round and it's flat, very, very flat, like the surface of glass. And as you feel around it, you can feel that the the edge around the, the flat circle part is kind of covered in what feels like scales, but it's clearly worked into the metal, so it's not actually scales, it's just the feel of it. And as you run your hand underneath where the big flat is, you can also feel kind of more of this scale thing. And you also feel like it kind of has a handle to it. Is this some, is it a weapon, a sword? No, it's definitely much smaller than that. Smaller. Dagger? Yes. Uh, it's not axe, a dagger. It's not. It doesn't axe. feel like a weapon. There's no oh, sharp there's no points weapon. on it. It seemed like a weapon. No. <laughs> Trying to describe this was difficult, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got handle. Yes. Okay. Scales. What? Okay, yes. now I'm going to feel for shape. And big, how big? It's kind of like if you put like... Actually, it's probably no bigger than the width of your head, like lengthwise. Um, Like the round portion is maybe about half of it. and The handle is about another half of it. Um, It's very flat. Um, Yeah. I'm going to move it, pick it up. Mm -hmm. Try to look around and see what's around me and figure out what this thing is um, a little bit more. Uh, you kind of like look around you. You can't see anything due to your complete lack of sight. Yeah. Um, if I'm like picking it up and shit, then I'm pretty much succumbing to whatever horrible thing it's going to do to me to figure out what it is anyway. So fuck it. Um, as you kind of like investigate it, you, you kind of like pick it up, grab it by the handle or whatever part of it you wish to hold it by. And you kind of like try and bring it to an area where maybe you can see. You see a little glint of something, and that's where I need you to ask Squash to take your place. Uh, okay. Good luck, good luck, Squash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Make some sense of this for me, okay? Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Do you try and sneak anything out of the changing room? Absolutely not. I have one plus one dagger, and I ain't gonna anger the fucking reapers for it. <laughs> Uh, are you taking any sort of weapons in? I know you have your crossbow, which isn't mm-hmm. um, isn't magic. magical. I have so. one of my daggers, who isn't magical. Okay, that's perfect. Uh, and other than that, I'm just wearing my studded leather. Okay, that's totally fine. As you open the door to the changing room, oh, sorry, out of the changing room, it's not the room that you left behind. And in fact, when you open your eyes, you realize that you're lying on a bed. You don't have dark vision, do you? Yes, I do. The um, I have winter granted me dark vision. Sorry. As you lay in the bed and you open your eyes expecting to see something, you've kind of grown a little bit accustomed to this blessing. You feel something bizarre, something strange happening on your shoulder. And you can't see anything. I have my eyes open and I, it's all black. Yes. Something's messing with my shoulder. Yes. As in, like, it's very specifically, almost exactly the lines of where your your mark is. Those are the things that feel a little bit weird. Oh, okay. Squash uh, is gonna like reach back and rub it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that the the mark left like a kind of a like either an indentation or like a rough surface where it is. Uh, let's go with a little indent, yeah. 
Squash is just basically rolling his fingers over it, making sure it's still there. It's it is still there, but you kind of get that finger that feeling as you like trace your fingers across it. Like sometimes you can feel your fingers, and sometimes you can't. It seems to be in fluctuation. Hmm. All right, so that won't work here. Uh, Squash gets out a tin, uh, tinderbox out of one of his many many pockets. Yes. And he's going to strike it and see if it reveals any light. Yes, it does. Oh, boy. You have a 28 natural bullshit passive perception, correct? Yes, my passive perception is 28. No, I'm going to make you roll. Screw this. Uh, this right. is this is too much. Like, you're dealing by candlelight. You've never seen this blade. You have no idea what you're facing. So, yeah, I'm going to make you roll a perception, please. Uh, on a disadvantage, more. Mm, no, I'm going to play it flat. I will allow your observation bullshit. Um, I'll let you roll this flat. Perception. It's a 23. Okay. What you spot is the following. On the ceiling, there is a light fitting with no light in it. The plaster is cracked. Um, As you, again, kind of like quickly look around, you're aware there is a door at the foot of your bed. There is a door to the right of you. The room is square with hardwood floors. Both of them lead out of the bedroom. To your right, by the head of the bed, there is a small dressing table with an assortment of little things on it. Um, Stack of papers, maybe a candle, perhaps a a glass vial, something like that. And you also notice that there is a thin rug on the floor, and then your light drops out. Oh, uh, sorry, I have to give you the one last detail. Um, In the corner of the room, you also notice there is a plant pot with a plant in it, but the plant doesn't have any flowers. There you go. That's what you see with your single strike. Uh, All right. Um... Squash is gonna not strike the 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 tinderbox. Thank you. Squash is not gonna strike the tinderbox again, uh, and he's gonna fumble in the dark for what it looked like a candle, perhaps on That's the right, yeah. on the dresser or on the, uh, the thing. Uh, and once he finds it, he's gonna try to like light it with the tinderbox. Absolutely, you can. Yes, you can now see all of this in glorious detail. Um, on your twenty, I give you the rest of the stuff that's on the table. Um, there's a stack of papers and some quills. The the tiny candle, like looking at it more in depth now, you probably only have a couple of minutes on this. It's a really small, tiny, tiny thing. Um, there is a dark lipstick, probably a dark red on there. There is a, a beard comb and a small glass vial containing a dark red fluid. Um, you notice that everything around you is a dark pink in colour. The wood is some sort of mahogany type thing. As are the dogs. As are the doors. Sorry. This place looks ornate. Uh, Squash is kind of like quickly just kind of uh, says he doesn't have any writing implements. Grab the paper stack and quill mm-hmm. and stuff it in some pocket somewhere. Okay. And then he's going to take the um, the potion you said. Uh, and Yeah, there's a vial that contains like a dark fluid. You can definitely take it. You can, t- uh, you can like, I guess Squash would know that you can, like, try those things by doing, yeah. like, the finger dip test. Yeah, like, investigate the thing. Yeah, go for it. Uh, click investigation. Yep. Uh, there we go. That's 23. <laughs> Reliable talent. You know that it is a form of healing potion. All right. I chuck it in my backpack. Is it the same as just a standard no. heal? This is, like, you. however you note it, this has to be separate. Healing potion. Uh, I'm also going to grab the black li- uh, lipstick, I think, is it? Yeah, it's like dark red. Yeah, I'm just grabbing that in case that's important. <laughs> it's just so random and out of the way. Um, you said there were doors uh, in front of, uh, like, in front of me and to my right. Yes. 
Right. And a plant pot in the corner. Yeah. Squaz is going to move over to the plant pot and just inspect it real quick. What you see in there is a small hand mirror. It is very typically like like the, the very ancient, old, noble halfling families, not that they really are anymore. Like this is definitely that kind of a design. Oh. Uh, Squaz is going to like, what's the word, tentatively pick it up. Great. In that case, I need you to call everyone back on. Oh. Hello? Hello? As each of you look into the hand mirror, the mirror vision itself is kind of broken into three. It's each and every one of them is dark. For those of you with dark vision, you can see the vague outlines of everybody else. Ral, you don't really see anything except a small flickering light in one of these thirds. For Zoltana and Balance, you can see Ral standing there in darkness, each other standing there in darkness, and you can see Squash has a candle. Oh. You can all see each other. In the mirror thing? Yes. Hello? Uh, you uh, can't hear each other. I, Squash I, just gives a little wave. Yeah, I wave in the mirror. Like. <laughs> it becomes very apparent as you, as as everyone's mouths kind of move a little bit in a shock or surprise. Um, yeah, you can hear nothing. Um, Raoul, you can see Squash like pretty well now that you've focused on the mirror a little bit more. Um, you can't see the other two at all. You said there was like, a candle in my room as well, right? I did. Okay, I'll, I'll pull out like a tinder uh, tinder box and light that real quick. Raoul, Zoltana, and Squash, you can also see there's a little candle in in, in Lafian's third of the mirror. Is there a candle in my room? Yes, there is. There um, is one on the dressing table. I'll I'll go light that. Uh, Squash is gonna, like, he notices that Raoul is just in... Is Raoul in pits of darkness? Yes, you can't really see Raoul, but it, it's probably an easy guess that Raoul is there. Yeah. Uh, Squash is gonna, like, just show in his mirror like his bed and the dresser next to it and then he's going to place the candle next to it trying to like mimic like this is where it was for me I don't know what the other room looks like because it's black (laughs) yeah we're all going to feel around for going to feel around outside of his safe safety of the covers I guess yes yep As you reach out for, um, like, on the like the, the direction me. that um, that Squash was trying to indicate, you can like feel this kind of very very small waxy kind of um, candle, and it, it takes no moment at all for you to even in the dark reach out, grab your tinderbox, and light it. Um, I have to tell you, the candle is only going to last a couple of minutes. Okay. Oh, I better describe the room for Ral. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as you look up at the ceiling, there is an ornate light fixture with no light in it. There are cracks in the plaster all around it. As you look around the room, the room is square with hardwood floors, some sort of mahogany skirting board and two doors, both mahogany. The door in front of you, which is at the bottom of your bed, and the door to the right of you. They're both leading out of the room. Um, in the corner of the room, there is a plant pot with a plant in it that has no flowers. Um, right next to you, there is a dressing table, which is where you found the candle. It also has papers, quills, dark red lipstick of some sort, uh, comb, um, and a glass vial containing some sort of dark reddish fluid. 
Um, and on the floor, there is a very thin rug. Okay. Um, the colour details Lafian would pick up also now that he's lit his candle. Oh, and Zoltana, because you lit your candle also. Mm-hmm. Okay. The four of you, looking around, kind of figuring it out a little, showing your mirrors around, you look like you're in exactly the same room. Doors in the same place and everything? Yes. About the same size, everything the same. Are the papers completely filled with writing, or is there like a backside that's blank? A uh, backside that is blank. Okay, I'm going to take a quill and I'm going to write onto the back of one of these parchments. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to uh, just write out, I want to try something, look at the wall above the bed. And I'm going to hold it up to the mirror. Okay, all of y'all can see that. Yeah. It's not like backwards or anything weird like that? <laughs> no, it is. You'll be able to read it. Um, even if it even if it comes across backwards, you'll be able to read it. I'm, I'm going to take the lipstick and I'm going to, mm-hmm. above the bed on the wall, I'm just going to make a mark. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to write on the paper... Do you see anything on the wall above the bed? Do we? Because he's testing yeah. to see if the like anything within the room connects in that regard. Yeah, that time dilation, all that good shit. Uh, the simple answer is no. Okay. Ral shakes his head. Yeah. He's going to write on the piece of paper again. There should be lipstick on the dresser. Take it in case this is a maze. Mark where you've been. Grab the what, lipstick. Like, grab the lipstick out of his pocket and wave it in front of the. <laughs> gives you, gives you a thumbs up. Zoltana face palms. <laughs> Old habits die hard. What can I say? I don't know what clothes Rawl is. Well, yeah, Rawl's pants are not magical, so yeah, he can put them. He can put as much stuff in here as he can, yes. like hold in his yeah. pants somewhere. Also, when uh, when when Squash speaks, Zoltana mouths, "I can't hear you," and like pokes her head. <laughs> uh, fine. fine. Um, you're Go able to grab whatever you want um, and put them in your pocket. You'll be able to carry anything you could out of this room if you want to. Other than the plant pot, you can't fit that in your pocket. Um, Are you sure? Work. Challenge accepted. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Ralph's gonna uh, give it a sure. poke and kind of wonder what it's doing here, and then the plant pot. Yeah. Um, it looks like a plant, uh, a pot, nothing in it, nothing of any note. Okay. Um, Ross gonna put as much of the paper and writing things as he can with him. Mm-hmm. Check all the, yep. any drawers that might be in any of the cabinets or anything like that. Uh, yeah, as you as you open the drawers in here, they're empty. There, there's okay. nothing in them. I decided not to be a level of dick and put more shit in here. Like, no, there's nothing in there. <laughs> okay. And uh, Ross going to, I guess, pick a door. Okay. Which door? This is very important. I have a big fucking map over here. <laughs> um, Ross going to stand. You said there was one at the base of the bed and then one at the right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I go to the one at the base of the bed and I'm standing there kind of. Okay waiting but like showing the others like i don't know yeah you know this is where i'm at Hmm. i'm I'm taking the part the parchments and quill yeah yeah and he's like detailing a a room much like i'm doing myself right now Mm -hmm. 
This is why you're going to want pens and paper, at least for a moment. Squas is going to indicate his candle, which is probably very small and very short. Very. And then he points to his eyes, closes them, uh, and then opens them again, like, and then uh, just gestures at the door straight in front of him and starts walking towards it. Uh, so the one at the foot of the bed? Uh, you said, yeah, 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 the one at the foot of the bed. Zoltana's going to okay. grab her parchment and quill off of, uh, you know, and just march forward to also just the one straight in front. <laughs> Remind me which one you said had the creaking noise? Um, for you, it was the one, uh, the one that wasn't at the but, uh, foot of your bed. Okay, I'm going to the one that's at the foot of the bed then. Okay, uh, the one with no sound. Uh, yeah, the one with no sound. <laughs> okay, I, I prefer. You'll that go one. through. Uh, who's who's going to be brave enough to take my adventure first? <laughs> roll for it, everybody. Roll a d twenty. Screw it. Uh, Lafian's at the top. We'll, we'll stay in the order. Okay. All right, Lafian. Hi. Hi. All right, um, foot of the bed. I need to make sure I get all this correct. I die. The end. Okay. As you open the door, what you see in front of you is what looks like a very large drawing room. So on the left-hand side, there are kind of like big windows and there are heavy curtains there. The ceiling here is sloped as if perhaps you're in the top floor of a, of a place. There is like a chaise lounge and a small table. There is also, in the corner opposite to you, uh, on the left corner, there is a full-length mirror, like a standing one. Um, Direct across from me? Yeah, kind of, yeah, directly across. We'll go with that. That makes it a lot easier. Um, to the right of you, as you open this door, there is another door, which is partially open. It's ajar. On the right you can't wall. see through it. Yes, on your right-hand side. Are there any easels or anything like that? No, drawing room. Sorry, I completely screwed um, hmm. It's just a, essentially a place where someone would go to hang out and talk philosophy and have tea with the other ladies at high noon. It's it's a drawing room, like an afternoon room or a tea room or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, if I look, at, look out the windows, what do I see? I need you to take a wisdom check. Oh, no. Sorry, a wisdom save. My bad. Oh, shoot. Oh. Darn. <laughs> Eight. Oh, man. Eight. For the record, I have a plus five. <laughs> Jeez. I rolled a three. Oh, that's not good. You fucked up already. Well, you only take three damage on 3d6, so... Cool, that didn't even break my temp HP then. <sighs> No, and I hate this so much. Um, you take three damage, three psychic damage. You actually only take one. I'm unable to... Oh, I only take one. Because <laughs> you are... Uh... Oh, no, your blessing's gone. Yes, yes, you take three. Um... Yeah, my blessing is gone. <laughs> um, yeah, you look out and you see nothing but roaring darkness. Occasionally you'll see like the twinkling of an eye um, as it kind of stares in at you preposterously large compared to a normal type eye and then it blinks and you can move again okay i turn away and quickly scribble on the paper don't look at the mirror or don't look at the window <laughs> okay uh ral sorry zoltana you're next okay as you open the door in front of you you see a very small 
bedroom, much smaller than one you were just in. There's no fancy carpet here. The walls are cracked and chipped. Uh, there's no fancy light fittings, but there is like kind of like, uh, not exactly candles, but kind of like wall mounted lights. Um, you can see a small, um, a very small chest of drawers and there's a very small like standing mirror on top of it. Um, there is also a door to your right, which is also ajar. Okay. I'm going to peek through the room. What is ajar? When you peek through the door, you see kind of like a like a hallway, but it's covered in blood. Ugh. To the right of you, there is another door which is closed, and ahead of you, there is another door which is very slightly ajar. As you look to your left, you see some stairs like those kind of really ornate uh, stairs you get in those grand old houses. It seems to go up and go down. Oh. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to hold on to you for half a second. Ral. Yes. I'm here. Ahead of you, as you open this door, you see a large grand piano. You also see to the left of you a harp. You also see a couple of lutes, um... A couple of like wind instruments, a double bass. You see an arraign- a whole arraignment of musical instruments here. To your left, there is a door which is very slightly ajar. Ahead of you, there are a pair of double doors which are closed. They are very ornate, very fancy AF. Hmm. I also need you, the sufferer, to roll a d6. Oh, cool. What's that for, V? Uh, I think it's some sort of suffering. Wow. <laughs> I rolled a three. You rolled a three. You're currently safe. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Um, shit. Well. Raul is going to... Hmm. Yeah, I think he would peek because there's there's nothing really to look into or investigate with the instruments like at first glance, but the door opening, mm-hmm. I think he would check instinctively just based on, you know, it's the it's the open door here and I want to make sure yep. I have all my no problem. grounds covered. All right. And that's where I'm going to hold on to you for a second. Okay. Squash. Mm-hmm. As you open the door in front of you, the room feels... Have you ever walked into a coal cellar? I've walked into an old damp cellar, like the one under the creepy murder house we checked out. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say the squash would probably know the feeling. Um, okay. You open a door and it suddenly feels very, the air feels very heavy. There's this kind of very charcoaly taste in the air. And you're tiny little light for as long as it will last you can see in front of you a huge looking furnace there are you can see inside this furnace four handles they are all in the up position your ca- your candle sputters out oh boy uh, I will say however that you also saw there is a door to your right which is closed there's a furnace and a door to my right. Uh, Squash is gonna 
he's gonna keep using his tinderbox to kind of like strike off a light every now and then, mm-hmm. just to help him like uh, navigate a little bit. I'm gonna say you only have ten of those. I don't want you using them constantly. Okay, fine. Then I'll, I'll save them a little bit more. <laughs> um, I don't have any light. I saw nothing that could possibly give me light in here. Well, unless there's a. You said there was a furnace. There is a furnace ahead of you. Inside the furnace, there were four handles. There's no fire in the furnace. There's no coal in the furnace or anything nope. like that? No coal in the room? Yes, there is like on the left-hand side of you, there's like a, you notice a couple of sacks. You would assume that they would have some sort of coal in it, maybe. Uh, no, I need a fire starter. I don't think I can get that to work. Um, Squaz is going to like navigate forward in the darkness Mm-hmm. And he's gonna try to get at the furnace with the four handles. Yep, absolutely. And he's can. just gonna try to jiggle one after the other. All right. As you grab the first one, you pull it down, and it comes down very easily. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, those are easy. Ah, oh, fuck! You're the worst person to have down here. Don't worry, I'm probably gonna fuck this up somehow. Yeah. Sorry, I clicked it twice. There might be another one incoming, but I got a 26, 26 or 25, your choice. Either one passes this not-so-difficult skill check, Squash, uh, and you take no damage. Um, you don't feel anything, you don't know anything, but for Laffian, all the lights have come on for you. Oh. All those fancy, ornate um, lights, fittings, candelabras, the kind of the whole thing, you have light. Oh, Squash doesn't know this, so what else are you doing, Squash? Uh, I took a dexterity saving throw. What was that for? Do I not know? There was a tiny jet of flame. Oh, so I got light for a second there. <laughs> yes, you did. Squash is going to try to pull another one, uh, hoping there's some kind of fucking reward for pulling all four of them. Uh, I need to know which one you're pulling. Um, let's start on the right next. Okay. I need to make a dex check. I have a feeling you're going to pass all of these because nah, you're... 17. Yes, damage. Yeah, I thought so. Still half damage. Mm-hmm. I hate D- you. Don't say it out loud. I wanted to throw it in her face when she told me the damage. You take 14 fire damage as a jet of flame hits your arm. Uh, can I half that? Or is yes, that... you can. That is, you uh, may half. So you still get your... No, 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 it's only half damage. Um, Squash, all the lights around you, come on. You see the oh. um, the kind of the lights, the fixture that was behind you in the room before kind of light up. Uh, the very small light fixture in here just like becomes a glow um, as you manage to mostly dodge out of the fire. Hmm. Squash brings up his mirror and like shows like, hey, I got lights. <laughs> there is a piece of paper that says don't look out the window. <laughs> yeah, that's what you see. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Uh... Uh, I can't with good conscience keep pulling these fucking levers without getting any kind of indication from somebody else. That we're not dying <laughs> because of it? <laughs> uh, yeah, like squash, like... There's it, noticeably like light in I... my room. Yeah. Yeah, like if you look at the mirror now, you can noticeably see that there is light in Laffian's like third. Can I make a... Um... Can I say that, like, when I pulled the first one after the bright flash of light that almost burnt me, mm-hmm. I noticed that the, the the mirror was a little bit brighter, and I just puzzled it together from there. Sure, on your twenty eight perception, sure. Yeah. All right, Squaz is gonna try to pull the other two. Neither of them move. Oh. Oh no. 
I want to push up Lafian's, the one furthest to the left. He temporarily had light and it was glorious. Now he does not. That's fine. I don't need it. <laughs> and wait, the order we went in is... You wouldn't know. No, I was thinking if um, Lafian came in last and he was the first thing, but I'm the last handle, but I went in third. So there's no logic to that. Uh, I, I know what the logic is meta-wise, but I was wondering if I could in-game-wise make my character somehow guess. Let me put it like this. You could keep pulling them mm-hmm. until you see Rao's one has light. Uh, that's what I'm going to have to do because I can't see any logic. So Yeah, then I need you to roll two deck saves. You're probably not going to take damage on either, but whatever. Boop. 15, take damage. Yes, please. And boop. 16, take damage. Yeah, take damage both times. Uh, nine on the first one, so four, right. five, four. No, die, stop it. Fuck me, and three on the second one. <laughs> I still have temp hit points. <laughs> Fucking hate you. Uh, Ral, you now have light. Mm. You can see, uh, which was perfect, because just as you were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, your candle died, and for the briefest moment you were in darkness until all the lights in this place came up and came on. Okay. Ral's going to try to find something to give himself more light. Um... More light. Literally everything on your floor is light. <laughs> oh, I know, but All the like, light fixtures but like you know. Oh, in case the lights go out again? What a smart idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the kind of uh, music room that you were in, there definitely would have been like a candelabra or something, like one of those like three candle things on top of the um, on top of the piano. Sure. Okay, because otherwise I'll break the piano and set the legs on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, everybody who needs light now has light. Um, this is good. This is good. Okay. Um, Lafian. Hey. What do you want to do? Full body mirror. Checking that out next. As cautiously. you look at the mirror, cautiously peek at the mirror, something <laughs> like eats you. Like, no, um, like, uh... <laughs> as you cautiously peek your head to look at the full length mirror, the full length standing mirror, um, you notice that kind of weird thing where it kind of looks like it's the vision is broken into three equal-looking pieces. Um, but the room looks pretty much exactly as the room you're standing in, except that you're not reflected in the mirror. Hmm. Broken into three pieces. Yeah, it's like it is one piece, but the vision you're seeing is broken into three. But I'm not shown in the mirror. You're not. Is the mirror attached to the wall or on a stand or? It's on a, it's kind of like the freestanding one so that you can, you could pull it, but it is heavy. Huh. Okay. Noted for now. Uh, all right. I'm going to get to check out the, the slightly agape door. Okay. As you find the slightly agape door ahead of you, you see a very ornate set of stairs. You also now realise that you are probably in the roof by the slant of the, the kind of the ceiling above you. The stairs only go down. To your left and to your right, there are doors that are very slightly ajar. So I'm in kind of like a mini hallway. Yes. And the, ahead of me is stairs going down. Mm-hmm. And then a slightly ajar door to the left and slightly ajar door to the right. Correct. Okay, so logically the door on my right would go to that room that had the creaking. It has all the creaking the creaking noise that you had. 
Okay, so that one goes... Stairs go down. Mm-hmm. And then there was door to my right and door to my left. Yes. I'm going to go check out the door, the creaky door. Okay, as you make your way to creaky door, Sultana. You looked into the horrible, bloody staircase area, the kind of corridor. Um, what do you want to do? I want to... You said there were ornate stairs? Yes, they go up and they go down. I'm going to go down. Okay, a bold choice. Um, well, it was like 50, 50 <laughs> V. As you as you go towards the stairs, um, you can see on the opposite side of the stairs from where you are, um, you can see that there is a door that's slightly ajar. And you realize that you're in a much wider, much longer corridor. Um, you can see there's basically on the wall that is behind where the stairs are, mm-hmm. um, there are three doors. Um, they're all very slightly ajar. But going down the stairs still? Mm, then all the doors... Basically, you have lots of doors to choose from. <laughs> there are a lot of doors and you really don't you seem... You have all the doors. You really don't seem to want me to go downstairs, V. <laughs> you can go downstairs. It's totally fine. I am, I'm happy with this because this works out very well. <laughs> mm, well, last time I looked into a slightly ajar... I'm going to look into one of the slightly ajar doors. Not like um, go in, just look in. Uh, which one? Uh, left, middle, or right? Left. Okay. Um, you kind of peek in. I'm just going to give you this. Uh, as you kind of peek in, you can see that it's kind of like a balcony. Um, it's a big square balcony. There are iron railings with very sharp, glinty, pointy uh, um, kind of tips to them. Um and as you look outside, I need you... No, yeah, even like peeking very slightly at the outside. Um, you can see it's darkness outside and there are kind of eyes blinking at you. Yeah. I need you to roll a wisdom save. Sorry. If only you'd look at the mirror. Listen, I also did not know that... Uh, Ten, by the way. I also did not oh, know boy. that this was outside. So like... Yeah, you you would have no inkling. Um, okay, that's 11 psychic damage. Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, so basically, yeah, it's outside. It's a balcony. Um, do you still want to go downstairs? I'm, uh, I'm going to close that door. Smart move. <laughs> I'm going to put my back against it. Share with the audience a look of, a look of abject terror. Mm-hmm. Shake my head. And then I'm going to go peek in the other in the next door. Okay, then I will hold on to you for a moment. Uh, Ral, through the room that you the slightly ajar uh, ajar door, you can see that there is an ornate as fuck dining table. This is a dining room. There are kind of like the um, basically a lot of silverware, a lot of crystalware. It's set out for a very formal meal, um, probably a dozen people or more. There are very big, ornate oil paintings on the wall. There are candles everywhere. There are fixtures on the wall which hold some sort of magical lighting. This place be ornate, yo. Um, as you enter this room, there is a door on your right, which is closed. Okay. 
Um, is there anything on the table other than silverware? Uh, yeah, there's like crystalware, so like any drinking glasses, uh, pouring um, goblets, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. How how does this door look in here? Is it as ornate as the one that's in the previous room? Yeah, yeah. This yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna return to the pre- previous room, kind of show this room mm-hmm. to the mirror. Yep. And uh, y'all can see this. I'm gonna say that conveniently whenever you kind of have half an eye on the thing, and you can see what Ra's looking at. I'm gonna open the door in the music room, the ornate one. The double doors? Yes. Yeah. As you open the double doors, it's a room that you kind of recognize the purpose of. You've been in a ballroom before. You were one at the GDC. It's very much one and the same. You can see that there is another kind of like uh, black grand piano in the corner. You can see there's a kind of little stage right next to you where people would perform. Um, You can also see on your right-hand side as you enter this room a mirror that runs the entire length of the wall. Except for you looking at it, it, the vision is broken into three equal pieces. Hmm. Ahead of you, directly ahead of where these double doors, like you open the double doors and ahead of you, there's a set of another double doors on the other end of this ballroom. To the left-hand side of you, there's another set of um, kind of like much smaller doors. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait here and see what everyone else's deal with this big mirror is. Perfect. Because this uh, big mirror seems strange, and that's the thing in here <laughs> that Raw knows that he might need to be afraid of, if anything. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Mirrors are great. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Smart man. Smart okay. Man. Um, squash. Yes. Uh, I'm going to move to the door on my right. Um uh, uh, the only other door in the furnace room. Yeah. Okay. I need to find out specifically information on your room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That didn't sound good. It's not good. As you open the door, you find yourself in an almost perfect rec- replica of the home that you have in Vanlas. There are things. Actually, why don't you describe what your home in Vanlas looks like? We're talking about the hovel. Yes. Uh, the, the, yes, your hull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the room would be soft dirt and mounds of dirt around, creating a, a tunnel for what in game is called a normal-sized creature. Uh, when you follow that tunnel for a little bit, it uh, ends in a big circular room with a dirty mattress on it and... In it, uh, there's a, I think there was a single dresser with a couple of items in and around it, and then another small tunnel leading out of it somewhere else. That small tunnel still exists, but it's on your right-hand side. My right-hand side. Yep. So if you went through the door, Mm -hmm. you turn right, go Mm -hmm. forward, and you turn right again, that's the other exit from this place. Yeah. All right. Squash is going to go look at the... Uh, the chest. Is there anything in it? Whatever you had in there. Hmm. That's not what I wanted to hear. There's a couple of knickknacks, nothing of value as he goes through the drawers. Uh, 
he opens the first two drawers and then he leaves the third one empty because he knows what's in it and he doesn't want to look at it right now. <laughs> Fair. And then he proceeds to um, move towards the door to the south from my map, the only other exit from this room. Uh, the only other exit from this room, mm-hmm. the tiny little bolt hole leads you mm-hmm. back into the bedroom that you started in. The door behind you closes and seals. Oh, boy. Mm. Basically, you only have the door at the foot of your bed left. Yeah. Drawing it in on my map. Yep. And then I guess I go for that door, since you didn't skip uh, perspectives. <laughs> I was assuming you were going to skip. That's why I got quiet. No, nope, I'm going to keep following you for a moment. Uh, um, opening that door, you'll find yourself back in the furnace room. The two handles that you locked for like light are still locked in place, and the door is still where it was. And then Squash is going to turn around and go through the... Um, other door in his bedroom. Uh, you try to go back through the door mm-hmm. and it's locked. It's sealed. You cannot open it. Squaz is going to move through that room, through the furnace room and into his gravel room or whatever you want to call it. As you open your gravel room, um, what you see in front of you is a larder. There are foods, items stacked everywhere. There's meat hanging off of hooks. Um, this is a this is a proper larder larder. Um As you open this door, there is a door to your left and a door in front of you. And that's where I'm going to hold on to you half a second. All right, Lafian. Hi. You in a staircase, yo. Into the the creaky room. I went into the creaky room. Okay. What you see in front of you is a small room with a couple of small windows that have curtains pulled across them. Directly in, like, the opposite corner from where you are, there is a rocking chair. It's rocking very slowly backwards and forwards. There is a small stuffed teddy bear on it. In the centre of this room, there is a large round rug. On this rug, there is a crib with a little mobile above it. There is also a door. The door lines up pretty much where you think it would do in relation to where you woke up. So right-hand wall from my perspective. Yes. Uh, Anything in the crib? You go over and take a look. I need you to make a wisdom save. Oh, cool. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Eleven. Eleven. What's your plus for that? Crazy. I rolled a six this time, plus five. (laughs) Okay, as you look into the crib, you see a small half-elf baby. You see it wrapped in in a a blanket. It has your family's, like, monogram on one corner of this little blanket. And as it opens its eyes, you see a third eye open in the centre of its forehead. And it screams at you with the voice of... A thousand cries of pain. Oh. And you take 11 psychic damage. Uh, that's the last of my temp HP gone. Your vision clears as this chill goes right down into that mm, uncomfortable feeling. And you see a blanket there. And on this blanket is an envelope. Baby's gone? Nothing written on it. Baby is gone. No baby. Just an envelope. Just an envelope. I use my mystic hand to pick it up. (laughs) 
Uh, it's obvious as you pick it up, um, a little bit of a shaking to it, you tell that there is something in it. Okay, I'll bring it over and open it up. You find a piece of parchment, which I will now share with you. <gasps> you find a parchment with the words, We seek not friend, fiend, nor abeleth. That's what you find in that room. Okay. Where do you want to go now? Huh. Uh, there's no other doors in this room, right? Nope, that's it. No, nothing else. All right, I'm going to take a look at the teddy bear. Soft, cute teddy bear. If I rattle it around, does it sound like there's something inside of it? Nope, there's nothing. You can hold it. You can investigate the shit out of it. There is nothing but fluff in this teddy bear. As soon as you take the teddy bear off of the rocking chair, it stops rocking. Laughing more just to himself is like, oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. And just puts the teddy bear back on the rocking chair. As, <laughs> as you were. Oh, as you were. Okay, it totally starts rocking again. Fuck it. <laughs> Why would I? That's just too funny. Need to cover all my bases. Yep, that's good. Uh, okay, back out the door, uh, checking out the south door. Um, okay, and that's where I'm going to hold on to you for half a second. Sultana. Y'all. Y'all. You open the door in the middle. I'm just going to say that you're just checking each door as you go along. Yes. <laughs> You see in front of you a large mirror. It's the entire wall opposite you. Again, it has that weird vision thing that your mirror does where it's not broken, but the vision is broken into three. You can see that there are training dummies in here. There are weights in here. This is a physical training room. Muscles. Oh, this is Muscles. my jam. I'm going <laughs> to keep that door open because I'm coming back to that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, and you want to go uh, check out the last room? Yeah. Okay, the last room in this kind of like three. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Oh! You open the door. What you see in front of you is a lot of shelves. Shelves on your left-hand side, shelves on your right, shelves right in front of you. There are boxes piled up in here. This is a storeroom. Okay, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Anyway... <laughs> Dramatic to I, I thought I had. I thought I had. I thought I had your game figured out. Oh Wanda, my god! You're opening I that don't. door. <gasps> you no, fine? Not, like, not like this. Not like A this box. game. Welcome to Carson's. Welcome to Carson's. <laughs> this is the back room of Carson's. <laughs> what get are you out, doing back out. here? Get out! I thought it what was going to be a room full of acid. I Did thought you pay that to the, be here? Get out. The, the eyes were as balanced as the third eye, and the weight room was because of Zoltana and the muscles. <laughs> I was like I so sure logic. I figured out a pattern. Anyway. Uh, shell? Okay. You know what? I'm going to investigate this room real quick. <laughs> then I will need you to roll an investigation check, Sultana. Oh, good. That's You know what? I'm actually really good at those. Have you know? <laughs> I, uh, I was an inquisitor in a past. <laughs> I feel like you're lying to us. I just imagine like an episode of like cops. Nine. A nine. <sighs> it's good. Good investigation. I'm Submit. the best investigator in this entire party. I'll have you know. You kind of like have a look around. You pick up some boxes, flick through them. Um, like, you know, you have a look around. Um, 
But you don't you don't really see anything of note on a nine. I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's fair. Um, that's fine. I'm gonna dejectedly walk out of that room. Like I can feel, <laughs> I can feel. I don't even want to look at the mirror because I can feel like balance is watching me and disapproving of every single move I made. In another plane of existence, Lafian <laughs> gets a shiver. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and feels disapproval for some reason. Yes, yeah, somebody well, feels disapproval. He could have looked in um, the mirror and watched. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Ral, are you hanging out in the ballroom? Are you just going to wait here for someone else to appear in the mirror? Um, I'm going to hang out the in the ballroom. Um, he will slowly make his way to the other end and peek in that door. Okay. As you peek in that door, roll a d6, please. Oh. Sorry. Three. You're fine for now. As you peek into that room, as you pull the, 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 the kind of like the, the doors like towards you a little bit and you peek in, what you see are rows and rows and rows of red velvet chairs. They seem to be on a kind of rake, on, a, on an incline. And as you kind of like look to your right a little bit, you see a stage. You're looking into a theatre. Okay. Raw is going to make his way back and check the other door in the uh, table room, the dining room. Okay. Um, that's how many rooms you're passing through. Um, <laughs> sorry. As you like, go back through to the music room, go through the door into the dining room, as you go from the dining room into the, the, kind of the, the other door in there, I need you to roll a d6. Okay. Well, Raw doesn't know what's going on, so he's just going to run through rooms. Yeah, he has no idea anything is happening right now, so it's fine. Two. Yay! Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, you take 15 psychic damage. Oh. As you open this door, you immediately kind of like pull it open and you feel this gust of cold air as you see this dark face, this face that you can mostly see the skeleton of, um, basically rushing at you and screaming. And then it disappears inches from your face. What you see ahead of you is a set of ornate stairs and they go up. Behind the stairs, basically on your right-hand side, are a set of smaller double doors, which you would know lead to the ballroom that you're in. They're the other set. Of, um, okay. So the circles uh, around. The other set. Yeah. All these connect. As you look to your left coming out of this room, you can see that there is a corridor and it leads to a very ornate kind of front door looking thing. And as you kind of like look further down there on the right, at the very end, there is another door. Opposite that, there is a door. And kind of kind of between them is yet another door. There are loads <sighs> of doors. Should have been drawn this, Neil. Should have been drawn this. No, I've got it because now it loops and the only thing that I haven't explored are like, I thought it was going to be just one more door, but it's like, <laughs> no, nah, here's a whole batch of them. It's like when you're yeah, exploring in a cave system yeah. and you're like, oh, I hope this yeah. is done soon. And you open up and it opens up into a whole nother cave system. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. Like, oh, I'm talking goodness. about Minecraft yeah. without saying Minecraft <laughs> <laughs> for everyone. But um, so yeah, there's basically the staircase that goes up. Um, the wall in which you opened the door, uh, there are three door, uh, three doors in that in total, and there are two on the left-hand side of, of uh, where you opened. And there's another door opposite the door at the far end. And obviously the big kind of very ornate front door thing. Okay. 
Well, now Raw is suspicious. Um, he's going to open the big set of doors at the end of the corridor. Okay. You walk down the corridor away from the staircase. And as you get to the big double, like the kind of a very big ornate front door, um, you put your hand on the handle and it goes through the handle. The handle isn't real. Can I stick my hand through the door? Uh, you put your hand to the door and it's it's solid, but it's not moving. Okay. Um, I'm going to check the room to the... I, I guess there's two rooms to, or two rooms to one side and one room to the other. Uh, yeah, so kind of if you have your back to the door, which kind of helps in yeah, perspective, yeah, yeah. there's one door immediately to your left. There is one door immediately to your right. There's another door beyond that. And then beyond that is the door that you came through from the dining room. Yes, okay. That is what I was thinking. I'm going to yeah, check perfect. one of the ones on the right, the closest one to me. That's it. This is this is good. Um, you pop your head into that room. You kind of open it. And you see it is a huge library. Like, if you think, like... Um, How many I don't doors know are seen in here? I love this movie. Oh. <laughs> so many. There are no doors in here. This is the only door into this room. I'm going to go crazy in library. here. This is my suffering. I've solved it. The answer is doors. No, no, Neil. Um, there's a lot of books in here. Um, so many books. And there is a small reading table with a lantern next to it. Okay. I'm going to take a peep at all the books. You know, I got to all the, all the books. And then I'm, I'm going to need you no. to make that, uh, <laughs> make that investigation check. Can look at all the books I want. I want books. Give me books. Go find the library. <laughs> One room well, at a time. I rolled a nine. What'd you get? Oh, jeez. I had these really low, easy to hit checks. Yeah, sh- yeah real shame. Um. <laughs> <sighs> Neil, um, you go through the books and Raoul doesn't really find anything of note. And that's where I'm going to leave you. Oh boy, <laughs> this is this is not going well for y'all. You might actually die of starvation. This may not be a joke. <laughs> All right, squash in the larder. Yes, in the larder. Yep, there's a door to your left, and there's a door straight ahead of you. You are in a larder. Is there a door straight behind me? Uh, basically, the one you opened. Yes, the door is still there. And if I look behind me, that's the furnace room. Correct. Larder, larder. Uh, Squash is going to look around the larder, see if he finds anything of uh, note in there. Uh, Roll an investigation for me. Yes. Investigation. Oh, hey, that's one of those good skills. No. 29. In the very centre of this room, you see very faintly... The outline of what looks like a six-pointed star inside of a circle. Like, uh, yeah, like um, two triangles inside of each other, one upside down. Uh, kind of, but they, you don't see those extra lines. You just see yeah. the outline of that shape. Okay. I'm leaning down and like faintly touching the outline of the star. Does that do anything? Um, you know that strange, really weird electrical feel you have when you're near magic? Mm-hmm. It's a bit like that, but very, very low. 
Hmm. All right. Squash is gonna like mark that in his head and like, all right, I'll be, I'll be back, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then he's gonna take the door on. His, okay, his left as he entered the room. Yeah, it's not the door straight opposite. No. Okay. You open the door, and in front of you, you see a set of cells. Like prison cells? Yeah. Is there anything else in this room? Um, no. Squaz is going to, like, peer into the cells one by one and see if there's anything unique about any of them. Okay. As you check into the first one, you see... In the kind of light that's pouring in through the bars in there, you see momentarily a silhouette of what looks like a dragonborn. For those of us playing the I've seen this at home game, these are the cells from uh, Falson Prison. Uh, Ral? The shadow disappears. Bye. Uh, Squad is going to move to the next one. <laughs> this is so dumb. Um, you see the silhouette of a dwarf. Female dwarf. Sultana? You can say bye if you want to, Sultana. <laughs> bye. Very convincing. Why? Alright. Where's Laffian? And Squaz is gonna look for. Yeah, you see you see a silhouette of a of a of tall elf. Laffian. Play the game, Arch. <laughs> Back in prison, he didn't talk to people. All right, that's a fair call. Um, it just disappears in kind of like a bit of a haze. Mm, there were only three cells. Yes. No fisty. No fisty. Sorry. Badass broke the gallows. Uh, Squash going to leave the room. Okay, then you're back in the ladder. Mm-hmm. All right, top of the round. Arch. Hello. Laffian. All right, so I left the crib room. Went back into yep. the uh, the miniature Stairs. hallway, and I'm going to go to mm-hmm. the southern door, the the one. Yep. I'm using the cardinal one, directions for my map, so. <laughs> then mine is definitely on an angle. <laughs> you made an isometric uh, map? Opposite. Ew. <sighs> no, uh, it's, it's a bunch of squares. Um, directly opposite where the crib room is. Yes. It may be south in your direction. It's directly opposite my crib. Um, you open the door, and you find yourself in a rookery. I'm sorry, a what? Except a rookery, like basically where a bunch of rooks would be, like messengers and all that good shit, messenger pigeons and all this good stuff. Oh, rookery. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Except there are no birds here. Okay. And there is a staircase that leads upwards, like one of those spiral where? affairs in the corner. It's just in the corner. Like Across from me? Opposite you. Yeah. Then it goes up, you said. Is there like cages and shit like that and um yeah like you would have like the the various animal cages and um all of that kind of like good stuff um yeah like you have like the little homes and all this good stuff so if i'm understanding this correctly then if i'm on the top floor of whatever this place is there are five rooms total then four actual rooms uh, and then the hallway yeah yeah, yeah. um How's the structure on those spiral stairs look? Does this look safe? Uh, quick glance, it looks safe enough. All right, how about a not quick glance? <laughs> you mean one that requires 
An investigation check? Yes, the kind where I'm going to go, am I going to fucking bust my ass? Is this going to be like some haunted movie shit where the shit's going to turn flat and the fucking drop? It's <laughs> a good idea. That's a good check. That's a, that's a solid idea. 30. 30. Yeah, they look sturdy AF. Okay. All right. Then in that case, I'm going to go up. Okay. You make your way up. Um, I need two seconds to do a thing. I get attacked by birds. Ah, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh no, it's the birds Ah. all over again. It's the birds. No. As you climb up this staircase, you find yourself in a circular, circular room. There are no windows. It's bare floorboards that creak whenever you put your foot down upon them. You can see, if you look up, you can see rafters and that the roof is pointed. Well, that's not the super interesting thing. On the ground, marked out in dark red fluid, one may call it not quite paint, Mm -hmm. you see a circle with a six-pointed star inside it. Floating inside this is a person you recognise. He is an elf who looks troubled and sad. His eyes are older than they should be. Standing before you in ethereal form is Talvin. Too soon, V. (laughs) And by the way, if you think that I should be released to wreak vengeance on these fools, do leave us a five-star review. I do so love many, many stars. If you don't, then why not leave us a five-star review? Yes, those are your only two choices. Come on, get going. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.